0: Thanks for listening. The following is an audio presentation from High Country Christian Church. For more information, please visit www.highcountrychristian.com.
1: So concerning giving, receiving healing, and ministering healing, let's just look at John 15 for just a minute. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you know that healing belongs to you? It belongs to you. Just as much as, hold out your right arm. Just stretch your right arm out. Just hold it there for a second. Who does that arm belong to? Thank you. <laughs> OK. Now I want you to take your left hand, grab your right arm, and pull it down.
2: <laughs>
1: now, who does your right arm belong to? Okay, what if I were to take your right arm? Is that your right arm? <laughs> I' just stop and think. And I just drug you around. This is my arm. You can't have this arm. Who does the arm belong to? Okay, you can sit up. Thank you for that. You can't, that arm belongs to you. I don't have to tell you, I don't have to convince you. You don't have to pray. You don't have to receive prophecy. You don't have to get words. You don't have to fast. It's just yours, it's part of who you are. You were born with it. It's just as much a part of you as your heart and your liver and your lungs. It's just a part of who you are. Healing was purchased for you 2,000 years ago, and it belongs to you. It's just as much a part of you as your right arm, as your left arm, as your right foot, as your left foot. (laughs) Speaking to the older people in here. (laughs) Okay, so it belongs to you. And it can't be something that's taken away from you. But if you don't know, if you have you, anybody ever woke up in the morning and your arm was asleep yes. and you try to use it, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it to move. And so there's just something that's out of place. It hasn't gotten, hasn't received enough oxygen, hasn't received enough blood. And so temporarily it's kind of in, uh, ineffective it's ineffective. Healing can be ineffective in you just as much as it belongs to you. It can be yours, but if it's not receiving life, it's not receiving enough oxygen, if it's not getting the breath of God breathed on it, it can lay dormant on the inside of you. So I want you to just look at something really quickly. Go to chapter 15 in John. Are you there? Yes. I am the vine, I am the true vine. My father's the husbandman. Sorry, it's, it's King James. Don't be sorry <laughs> for the authorized version.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and I think New King James is vine dresser. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes it away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. I just want you to think about that for just a second. How many of you are familiar with this passage? Okay, so every branch in me that bears no fruit, he takes away. Because he's disgusted. I mean, you're just gross. (laughs) You guys are all agreeing with me. I love that. No. Absolutely not. I want you to think, anybody know, you guys have vineyards around here, right? Any. Anybody who owns a vineyard, their heart, their sweat, their money, their attention goes for the purpose of producing fruit on the vine. And so they walk those vines day in and day out. And when they see a branch that's not bearing fruit, worthless junk, rip it up out of the ground. Never... It would never happen. This word, he takes away. You can jump in. You interrupt me any second. But I'm going to keep going on this one thing. (laughs) I want you to just hear this. I want you to look at that word. Okay, any branch in me that bears no fruit, he takes away. I want to read something to you about what takes away actually is. I just got my phone service back on. I haven't had phone service for a while. Okay. Okay. I keep saying okay. Okay. Okay? Okay. Okay? Okay? <laughs> okay. Last okay. Okay, here it is. Okay. <laughs> this primary root means to lift up. By implication to lift up, to lift away. Figuratively, it means to rise, to rise, to raise up, to elevate, to lift up, to rise from the ground, to strengthen. Every branch in me, this is Jesus, every branch, and he's talking to people in language that they understand, so they understood what it meant to to, um, have vineyards. And so he's talking in language that they understand. Well, how many of you here owns a vineyard? Okay, so, I could, so it makes sense that we don't understand every little thing about it. But as somebody who, is, who owns a vineyard, whose job is to provide and protect and to love the fruit and to make sure that it grows, they get that picture. And he says, hey, to all you farmers out there, any branch that's in me, if he's not bearing fruit, I'm going to lift it up. I'm going to clean it off. I'm going to reattach it so that it begins to bear fruit. So that it will bear fruit. And then he says, "And any branch that's already bearing fruit, I'm going to purge it so that it will continue to get bigger and grow. We have had this idea, giving, receiving healing, receiving anything from the Lord always is going to come down to rightly understanding who he is. Who he is in me who he is for me and who he's going to be through me and if my idea of him is if I don't have it right he's going to cut me off because if you go down to the next verse it says or if you jump all the way down sorry I don't have my glasses I need readers that's so funny (laughs) okay but in verse six if a man abides not in me He's talking about two different people. If you abide in me, but you're not bearing fruit, I'm going to make sure you bear fruit. I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to pump you full of miracle grow. I'm going to pump you full of life. I'm going to bring people into your life who are going to speak life to you. I mean, you have no fruit in your life, no problem. I know how to pump you full of life.
2: Mm.
1: I can do this. Mm -hmm. If you're bearing fruit, I'm going to come and partner with you, and you're going to bear more fruit, and you're going to learn more and more, and you're going to grow. But if a man chooses to not abide in me, doesn't doesn't choose me, doesn't want me, well, that's a different story. That one's going to be, but if you're in me. See, we think if my life isn't perfect, sometimes if I'm not living right, if I'm not Producing all the things that are in his heart, I'm not producing fruit, I'm not receiving healing, I'm still dealing with these migraines, I'm still dealing with this sickness, whatever it is. That, and then we have shame. And where shame sits, love of God, and the life of God can't flow through, and so you'll stay in a place of being stuck. But when you begin to see that he is the one, wherever you are, wherever you are, he is never coming with guilt and condemnation. He's always coming with life to lift you up, mm-hmm. life to lift you up.
3: Yeah, so I, I think one of the things that happens a lot of times is we get into this kind of self-diagnosis Like uh, we're thinking, you know, what's that thing that's wrong? What's the thing that's holding me back from receiving healing? And that's the same thing that holds you back from being used by God, too. And the lie is that there's something uniquely wrong with me. There's something uniquely missing that's keeping me from (laughs) stepping into what God has for me. It's keeping me from receiving what God has for me. Or it's keeping me from being able to minister out what God has for me, there's something uniquely wrong with me, and it's a mystery, and I've been trying to know what it is, and I can't know it, so I'm stuck, instead yes. of the fact that there's something uniquely wonderful about what Jesus has accomplished, yes. okay. you, and the uniquely wonderful thing, see, we when, when our car's not running, we want to figure out what's wrong with it so diagnosing your car is actually the right way to make it run but actually the right way to make you actually receive spiritually is not diagnosing yourself, it's diagnosing Jesus and you know like in the Old Testament when the priest uh, received like the sacrificial lamb, it was 10 days before Passover, the priest had to inspect that lamb for blemishes so say you brought your lamb and the priest took your lamb and checked your lamb for blemishes, if there was no blemish on the lamb, then the lamb was received as your uh, sin offering by the priest and the priest actually pronounced you righteous without you filling out an application for righteousness based on your good or bad deeds but your righteousness was based upon the condition of the lamb Mm, amen and your righteousness today your ability to stand before god without condemnation inferiority or consciousness of sin is based upon the work of Jesus. So the way that we can receive salvation when we're uh, dirty, rotten sinners is because we can approach God based upon the sacrifice of Jesus. And we all know that. We all know that God has mercy on the sinner. But somehow when we get over into the body of Christ, we take on this new uh, false, fake idea that now because of my imperfections, I am somehow not worthy To stand before the presence of God without inferiority, guilt, or condemnation, and consciousness of sin. But the truth is that you have been received, you've been received into the household of faith. You've been received into the presence of God. You've been received into the family of God. And all that Jesus earned for you... I love to say it that way, all that he earned for you, because this isn't about you earning it. It's not about your performance. It's about the performance of Christ. You wanna honor Christ's performance do you want to honor his sacrifice then believe you are what he says that you are because of his sacrifice his word says that this man even the priest they stand daily ministering in the temple there's no seat in the holy place where the priest ministered because there's no rest they're never finished their job's never done so there's no place for them to sit down and take a break there's no break they constantly are standing and moving and working right but this man, Jesus, after he once and for all offered uh, his own blood as a sacrifice for sin, sat down. Sat down. He sat down because his work was finished. And it said this with one sacrifice, have perfected forever those who are being sanctified. That's what Jesus did. He has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. So yeah, yes. maybe maybe there's some adjustments in your life that need to take place. Maybe there's some changes that need to take place. I think we're all on the road to uh, to uh, to walking closer with the Lord. Yes. But listen, uh, he has perfected forever those that are on that road to perfection. Yes. In mm-hmm. other words, the, the legal access to all that God has has been granted yes. by Jesus Christ yeah. to all humanity and simple faith in Jesus makes you a target for the blessing of God.
1: Oh, come on. Yes.
3: Amen. Amen. And that's why you can receive healing. You can receive healing not because you're a great person. You can receive healing because Jesus is a great person. Mm-hmm. That's why he's called Savior, because you need saving. <laughs> Amen. And I'll say this uh, the thing that qualifies you for healing is you have to be sick. That's your qualifier. It's funny how the the thing that qualifies you for help is you have to need help. The thing that qualifies you to be put back together is be broken. Right? The person that qualifies you to be free from sin is be sinning. (laughs) Amen. And the thing is, is when we realize that that, that lie has been kind of stopped, kind of corking you up. It's not stopping the Lord. Yes, it's you. It's you. you it's you believing this lie that there's actually something uniquely wrong with me.
2: Yeah. Listen
3: yeah. how silly that sounds when you just say it out loud. That's why that, I, know, I know that uh, you know, the Thurmans receive a lot, obviously. The hand
2: obviously. of the Lord is on this
3: family. <laughs> And uh, that family across the way, they really seem to kind of be catching on. I've seen them grow a lot since we came to the church, but I'm kind of struggling with the same thing. And I think there's just something uniquely and intrinsically wrong with me. A mysterious hidden thing that I can't know. Mm. Well, what are you looking at? But actually, in Philemon, however you say that,
2: it says that
3: the, communi- the communication of your faith actually becomes effectual.
2: Effectual yes. means
3: something's happening. Yep. The communication of your faith actually becomes effectual when you acknowledge the good things that are in you. As you acknowledge every good thing that's in you. So when Noah's Ark landed in Ararat, The door opened actually on the same day that Jesus rose from the dead on the calendar. Did you know that? Years before. Same day. The word Ararat means the curse is reversed. When the children of Israel entered the promised land and found the harvest fields ready to harvest that they didn't plant, that was on the day that Jesus rose from the dead. When Jesus rose from the dead, he reversed the curse. Mm -hmm. The curse is this, the wages of sin is death. That's the curse. But the gift of God, here's the other part, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. If you and I can begin to realize that the curse has been reversed, healing has been purchased for us. I receive healing and, and receive strength from him to be healthy, not through not through some kind of um, confidence that I have because of my uh, extensive study in the Greek and Hebrew or because Mm -hmm. of my uh, long and, and, uh, you know, sacrificial prayer life or because of my service to widows and orphans. But, and all those things are important. You should have a prayer life. You should do something for somebody at some point in your life <laughs> <laughs> right but that's not how you receive from the Lord yeah you receive from the Lord by putting your eyes on the, f- mm-hmm. the person hello Jesus you're not far away yes hello Jesus you're right here aren't you yes And you've done something so wonderful for me. And I choose to make an adjustment in my thinking and say what Jesus did is enough. I I actually choose to believe and agree with Christ that it is finished. I choose to believe what his word says. I I choose to side with the fact that the blessings of Abraham have come upon me through Jesus Christ. And now I receive all the promises of the spirit through faith in him. Amen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all mine, <laughs> hey, that's right, yeah. and if it's my and this is the thing, when I look at you, and you're suffering, and maybe you don't get it, you don't get what I get, I know that I'm not trying to bring some healing power mm-hmm. from over here to yeah. over here, I know, so, I know something about you, first of all, I know something about you, I know that healing belongs to you.
1: Yeah.
3: I know that healing is your property. Yeah. I know that God is, is watching over his word, waiting to perform it. I understand that his presence is available to us. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I understand that he wants to heal you. Yeah. I've already made all those decisions before we talked. Yeah. And so I just want to learn how to be a good broker.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Right? I mean, it's it's not about convincing him to do something he doesn't want to do. It's about us becoming good brokers yeah yeah and we become good brokers by having good thoughts
2: Mm.
3: so we some of these thoughts we have we're we're so busy trying to figure out how to make healing happen it's actually you can't first of all (laughs) and you don't need to make it happen it's already happening in fact I'll say this and then I'll hand this right over to Connie cuz I know that there's something good bubbling in (laughs) you I'll say this, that as we're talking in this room, I'm just going to release right now. Yes. I'm going to release faith for your healing. Yes. And as Thank we're talking, Jesus. as we're speaking, things are going to begin to change in people's bodies. Yes. If you're experiencing pain, you're gonna, you may feel a heat. You may mm-hmm. feel a, a tingle. Sometimes it takes a tingle. You might not feel anything uh, except for relief. But as we're talking, if you begin to, to sense a change, if you begin to sense... Uh, something lifting from you if you begin to sense the hand of God resting yeah. on you if you would just uh, just lift up a hand and just say I'm, I'm beginning to sense that right now so we just release your, your power right now Holy Spirit mm. into the bodies of every one of these people we yes. speak to sickness and disease we say get out In the name of Jesus, we speak to pain. We say pain, dissipate, and be gone. Swelling, be gone. Uh, We just uh, just speak to scar tissue, lift and be gone. Immobility, be gone in this place. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Backs be healed, pain be gone. Uh, Headaches be gone, in Jesus' name. uh, Cysts and growths and tumors dissipate, dissolve, be gone. In the name of Jesus, um, Mm. limitations in mobility be repaired. In Jesus' name and we just thank you that all that all of this is received uh, because of the work of Jesus and not because of even not even because of the faith of the individual we just thank you we just we just release this uh, we just release this grace gift and then after you receive it we're going to tell you good job having faith amen yeah so glory or not yeah. good job
1: just receiving yeah that's right <laughs>
3: That's what Jesus did. He did something free from somebody, surprised him, and then said, "Good job having faith. Your faith made you whole." Wow. Come on. That's faith. That's easy. Yeah, that's the point. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Second Corinthians five seventeen says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new." What are the problem where we struggle with receiving things from the Lord? Is we think we're human. I think I'm a human. I knew what I was like before I met Jesus, and then I met Jesus, and a whole bunch of stuff changed, and I had a different perspective, and I knew I was going to heaven, but I didn't understand that I became a new creation. There was a human person. How many understand that Jesus is 100% God? He's 100% man. And when he came into the world as this flesh body, he, he became something that had never existed before. That God man. And when you accepted Jesus, you became something that never existed before. You're not a human and you're not God. What are you? you are a God-man. You're a God man. You're a God woman. You have Him living on the inside of you. Before Jesus left, how many of you know when He's getting ready to leave planet Earth, He had some things to say. It's important to listen to everything Jesus said, it's important to pay attention. But when He knows that these are His last words on planet Earth, He chose His words so carefully. And he goes in, and I'll let you guys look it up, but if you just go through chapter, John chapter 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, he begins telling the disciples who they are, what was to come. He told them that it's, he's, he's getting ready to head to the cross. I mean, how many of you know, you're, he understood that torture and torment was coming for him. It was coming for him. And he pauses to break bread with his disciples and explain things to them about what it means. Well, we won't even talk about that. I'm going to go a different direction. But he gets, he, dinner's over, and he begins to, the Bible says that he takes a towel, and he wraps it around his waist, and he fills a basin full of water, and he begins to wash their feet. He's going to the cross. How many of you know if you're getting ready to you know, get your arms cut off, your legs cut off, I mean, you're seriously facing some suffering. You're probably not going to go wash your friend's feet. But he dials before them with the weight of this on him, and he begins to wash their feet. And he's, he's saying, you don't know what I'm going to do. He comes to Peter, and Peter says, oh, heck no. You are not, not going to stoop that low, because that position was like the lowest position. And he's like, no, you're not going to go that low, Jesus. You're not going to do that, because he understood. I know who this man is. There's no way you're going to come near my feet. Get up. It offended Peter. And then Jesus says, if I don't wash you, you have no part with me. And I love Peter. He's like, oh. he <laughs> <laughs> my head and my hands also. <laughs> I love Peter. It's like what you're saying, he's like the, you know, he needed the <laughs> most. But man, he ran at the Lord all the time. But anyways, that's another thing. Peter is one of my soapboxes. But Jesus is saying, this is what it's going to be like to serve me. You are going to go low, and you're going to bring the kingdom to people. And I love that because then he shows deep humility, deep humility. And then he begins to talk to them about the glory of God, about the glorification that God was going to give him. But if you look over, well, firstly, he starts talking about the Holy Spirit. He tells them, it's good for you that I go. This is good. I know you're sad, but it is ex- good. The Bible says, it, well, in the King James, it's expedient that I go. Because if I go, the Father will send another one just like me. And you know him because he dwells with you. But man, here's the kicker. He is going to be inside of you. He's going to live inside of you. Jesus was one man bringing the kingdom of God. And he was able, because of the name of Jesus and because of, what do you call it, your metron of authority, he was able to give pieces of authority to his disciples. But he's saying, hey, this is crazy because what I'm doing, you're going to do. The relationship that I have with the Father, you're going to have with the Father. The kingdom of God that flows in through me and out of me, that's coming for you because He's coming to live and have Mm -hmm. His home inside of you. And they don't get it. They didn't get it. But then He goes on in chapter 17 and He begins to pray to the Father. He's getting ready to head to the cross and He begins to pray to the Father. And He says so many beautiful things, and I won't read all these, but I do want to read this one. Look, look real quickly, if you will. I was just there, and then I dropped somewhere else. So John chapter 17. If you jump down to... Those are cute. Aren't those kids? She let me borrow them. Okay. Jump down to... Ah, where is it? Okay, verse 20. Neither, pray, neither do I pray for these alone, but I'm also praying for those who will believe on me through their words. Say, that's me. Raise yeah. your hand. He's yeah. talking about me. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah, right. is standing on planet earth and he's looking up to the Father and he's praying for you. It's so funny with readers, I can't see anybody's faces.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a new thing for both of us. <laughs> So he's praying for you. Jesus is standing on the planet, and he's looking up to the Father. He's getting ready to exit, and he is praying for what you guys are walking into. And he says this. I love this. He says that they may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they, say that's me, may be one in us. That the world may believe that you have sent me and the glory, say the glory, and the glory which you have given me, I have given them that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you have sent me and that you have loved them as you have loved me. When we come into the kingdom of God (laughs) thinking that I'm still a human, needing God to come and please do something, please fix my marriage, please help my kids, please heal my body, and it's always please do something for me, not understanding that he said it's good for you that I go away because I'm going to go away and we're going to come and have our home inside of you so that the deliverer is never farther than your breath. Never farther than the words that come out of your mouth. See, that's what I was talking about with your arm. Your arm is your arm is your arm is your arm. The kingdom of God is yours. It is yours. It is yours. It is yours. And Uh, the healing is a healer and he lives in you. Yeah. He doesn't come to heal you, he comes up out of the inside of you and he gives strength and grace Mm -hmm. to your mortal body and Mm -hmm. then through you, you know that song? I've got a river of life flowing, yeah? Mm -hmm. Anybody? Yes, sir. Let's hear it.
3: (laughs) Out of me.
1: Yes, makes the lame to walk. It doesn't say, I know where there is a river, and if I pray hard enough, and if I fast long enough, that river will maybe come and jump on you. No, I have a river of life, and it's a person. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit, and he is just reaching through me everywhere I go because he's healer. He's deliverer. Yeah. And he, I carry him. Yeah. It's becoming aware of who he is and where he is, right. yeah. what he's up to. Yeah, He lives and moves and has his being in me. That's right. mm-hmm. Lives and moves. What God is doing on planet earth, he is doing in and through you. Mm-hmm. In and through. The Bible says that we're finishing, completing the work that Jesus did. We are the representative of Christ in the earth right now. And then he said, the works that I do, you will do also, and greater works than these. It didn't say, the works that I do, maybe if you pray to me, I might come and do something for you. The works that I do, Mm -hmm. you will do also Mm -hmm. because you and I are a new creation together. I live in you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And if you're waiting for a taskmaster to give you a list of of uh, of dues and give you like a list of do this and do that. It's not gonna come because he's a partner. Yes. Jesus is our superpower. It, supernatural means more than natural. And you're more than natural. You're more than just, a, you're more than just chemistry and flesh and blood. You're, there, there's, a, there's that and that's all important. But you are a spirit. You're an eternal spirit and and uh, that eternal spirit like josh said uh, last night when god breathed that breath was uh, he breathed into a, a, a pile of dirt with no potential That's and that breath so was good. powerful enough to perpetuate so the good. human race ad infinitum or infinite however you say it <laughs> and uh like, I, wasn't that so good last night and uh the thing is 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 God did not save us and bring us into his family to 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 walk in the natural human limitations of of of, uh, of a life as if as if uh, we were all just cold theists believing that God spun this thing into existence is isn't personally involved yeah. he's very personally involved he lives on the inside of me yeah. he is my superpower right he is the power yes. in me that makes me more than natural yes. and so that the 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 things that that I look at I don't look at with the filter of my own natural abilities and uh, but I look out into the future and I look out into need and I look out into humanity and I look out into the into even the plan of God for this church and for our homes and our families and realize that there is a more than natural power and ability yeah. residing yeah. on the inside of me and like he said to Jeremiah, I am ready to do my will. He is ready.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh, aren't you glad? Yeah. And sometimes it's just like just say, instead of just trying so hard, just say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
3: Let's try it. Okay. Yeah, I am. Okay, I am. Yep. I am a man filled with God. <laughs> yes. What's that mean? I am a woman Yeah, filled with God. Mm. I'm in partnership. Yeah. Actually, it's just ridiculous if you think about it. You thought that Christianity was ridiculous, but when you really start looking at the whole thing, oh man, now, God, No wonder David said, "When I look to the heavens that you created and the earth and the stars
1: Thank you, Jesus.
3: And I go, what is man that you're mindful of him, Or the Son of Man that you should take pleasure in him?" For you have made him a little lower than the angels, but then you crowned him Mm. with glory and honor and gave him dominion over all the works of your hands. Don't you feel like that sometimes when you think about it? God inside me. The the mystery, the, the thing that makes you go tilt is Christ, not, it, it doesn't make my head to go tilt that Christ is in control, or that he is Lord, or that he is mighty, or that he's powerful. Common sense tells me that. That's right. That's right. That's right. But it makes me go tilt when I think him, he, is in me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I am a dwelling place of God in yeah. the spirit. yes that he has moved in and made his home with me. And so I don't live in, with the same set of rules as I used to. I was, Connie and I were talking about this. I don't know how long it's been since we viewed a challenge as if God wasn't a part of it.
2: Wow. Yeah.
3: We learn to live our life. Even if you're ignoring God for months and weeks, and, you're, and there's something that's happened to you in the new birth that you realize that you have help. How bleak the experience of life without God really is. I don't remember what it was like to be so kind of helpless. You know, not that I didn't try hard. I tried hard. But I just mean no supernatural help. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Supernatural help. And the thing, the reason... When it comes to the, to the things of God, the reason you can receive is because he moved in. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: He moved in. What is it? He moved in. I don't know how many people have we, we've seen receive their prayer language by us telling him the spirit that will give you tongues is inside you. He's been there for years. You're not receiving another spirit. Yes. Yes. actually you're yes. not even receiving a spirit you already have received yes. him just yeah. let him talk and actually it's since you know English just don't talk English <laughs> you know like hallelujah 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 uh, thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Jesus please 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 I believe I receive I believe I receive I believe it's still English shh Yeah, yeah, okay. Lola we had a lady in our church, she said, I I think you can receive healing, this easy. We had a lady in our church, Dolly, and Connie and I were ministering, maybe it was worship or something, and somebody said, let's just all pray in tongues for a minute. And so the whole church started praying in tongues. I looked over at Dolly, and she's just praying in tongues, and I I thought, "I, I don't remember her, like, I don't remember her story, you know. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, hey, when did you receive your prayer language? She goes, oh, just now. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? She goes, oh, well, pastor said let's pray in tongues, so I did.
2: <laughs> that easy. There's yeah. a difference between
3: having to go get something from the store and something already being in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: You know, we try so hard to do the supernatural, but we were never told to do the supernatural. We're we are supernatural. We're not to do the kingdom. We are the kingdom. You know, it's it's interesting how we spend so much time once we come into the kingdom, that massive transformation. But then it all becomes about works I have to do this. I have to please God. I have to make the right decision. I have to receive this. I have to. Rather than, oh, I actually am supernatural. Mm -hmm. Of course I can minister healing to you. Of course I can hear from the Lord. Of course Mm -hmm. I know what He's saying. He occupies my mind. Yeah. We share the same brain.
3: Yeah. Yeah, His presence right now is falling on several people in the room. I just (laughs) sense something's happening. Uh huh. Come on. It's kind of nice. How many of you just sense His presence right now, just beginning to affect you? Yeah, yeah. We just oh, uh, we just invite more of that Holy mm. Spirit. We we invite you just to increase our awareness of You. Yes,
2: thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and we just thank You right now for just what we talked about—just removing pain. How many of you sense God's doing something in you right now? You feel like something's happening. Mm. You feel something's happening.
2: Thank
3: you, Father. There's impartation happening, yes. and, and uh, that's establishing. That's so
2: good.
3: <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lord. I remember one time we were having this meeting, and that this, guy, uh, this guy came because he heard all these stories of, of God doing all these things, and he was an atheist um, science teacher at, a, at one of the local schools, and he came just to see what, what would happen because he's a scientist. He's going to mm-hmm. investigate. So he's kind of a hippie guy. So he kind of comes. And I don't know if he had some Birkenstocks on or not. But, um, but he had some pretty wild hair, though. And he comes up to the front. And so I just like asked the Lord just brother. to touch him. <laughs> and then so he just starts going like this. <laughs> and I go, oh, what, are, what are you doing? And he goes, Whoo, he's going like this. And I go, what's going on? What are you feeling right now? He goes, funky, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that guy became a believer? He became a believer because he came to investigate something. And yeah, was it weird? No, well, he was weird. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just how it is. So sorry.
2: Sorry for all the weird things
3: you'll experience in your supernatural endeavors. But some of it's because you're weird. Some of it's because the person you're talking to is weird, and some of it's because God is. (laughs) And and what I mean by that is just different than you think. Different than you think. He is not, not, uh, uh, you know, like um, courtroom respectful. Mm -mm. He's not afraid to make a mess to, to change you. And I'll say this to you. I'll say this that if you're concerned about your dignity and reputation, yeah. you'll always miss out on what God wants you to do.
2: Yeah.
3: You're going you're gonna to have to be willing to, uh, to step out and, and, uh, and pray for somebody and just, and just have the embarrassment yeah. of nothing happening. I'm not saying nothing's going to happen. I'm saying that if you're always afraid of nothing happening, then that's the thing that's going to hold you back. And if you have to pray for 15 people before you see any results, if number 16 is the result, isn't it worth it? Because how many people are going to get healed if you do nothing?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I know a guy who claims, I don't know if this is true, but he claims to have raised 300 people from the dead in South America in his lifetime. And he says he's prayed for 3,000 dead people. So he's, he's actually called 3,000 corpses to be raised from the dead. And 9 out of 10, nothing's happening. Mm. This is a place where obviously there's a lot of disease and a lot of people dying. So 1 out of 10 is kind of crummy odds, if you think about it, 10%. Mm.
2: Unless
1: you're the one. (laughs) Unless you're the one.
3: (laughs) And God does funny things. My friend was on a bus in some place in Central America. I can't remember what it was. But... uh, this, this car going like this little truck going like uh, 90 miles an hour hit a guy in a bike and killed him instantly. And his jaw was sticking out of the side of his head. And there was blood everywhere. And the bus came up on the scene right after it happened. And all these Christians, actually all Rama people, they all get out of this bus. And half of the people in the bus are, are, are preachers. And they all get around the, and they're like, "We command you to rise," because they're on a mission trip. You know, when you're on a mission trip, you just (laughs) you go for it, right? At home, you just chill. Whoa, (laughs) not at Safeway, but on the mission trip, you're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You're so bad.
2: hmm.
3: But anyway, everybody's saying all this stuff and nothing's happening. And my friend Sean, who's never seen a miracle he gets this really strong idea
2: mm-hmm.
3: touch their toe so this dead person's <laughs> there his flip flops are somewhere and they're all ministering to him and he gets this strong thought he, he, he couldn't even confidently say God said this he just had this strong thought grab their toe so he's like to touch the dead guy's toe. He touches the guy's toe. And this is in front of more than 100 witnesses because there was like 35 people on the team and then, of course, the dead guy drew a crowd. <laughs> so my friend grabs the guy's toe and his jaw goes, snap! And he goes, Ooh, Like that and rose from the dead in front of everybody there. Freaked him out. Just freaked everybody out. So they get back in the van and Wayne, who is the trip leader, he he has like debriefing with him. He said, I have a question. How many people heard grab the toe? And like nine or ten people, they all had the same thought. Grab the toe, but it was too weird. Wow. Mm. And there, there, that's something, there's something about... There's something about just the way God does things. Yes. He's just like that. Yeah. Where he wants you to do something different. Yeah. And mm. you're like, well, actually, let's do it this way. Let's, <laughs> right? let's just have everything in order. Yeah. Let's go down here and let's say, young man, I say to you, <laughs> arise. Arise. And the Lord's like, no, actually, I want you to yank on his toe. <laughs> no, I don't yank on toes. Then you don't see miracles either. Yeah, yeah. You're just the guy that knows how to teach him, but not the guy that oh, doesn't. Oh, that's
1: good. That's good.
3: Now you're the guy that talks about him. Good job. It's good. It's still good to talk about him. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you, 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 you sense something's changed in your body? You, mm-hmm. you feel the pain's left. You feel there's some movement. If, there, if there's something like that going on, just, just check and see if there's a change. Mm-hmm. Is it your knees, your back? Is there a change? Anybody, as we're talking?
1: There was like no eye contact. You had a, a,
3: a purple <laughs> growth on the side of your cheek and it's gone. <laughs> Anybody, yet? there's a change? I sense a change. Something's happened. Mm-hmm there's calm there's some calmness yeah
1: thank
3: yeah, you yeah and that's that's that means something to you doesn't it yeah so would w- would you say that god is doing something so you know that god's doing something so let's just say if 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 something just moved from you've, you you sensed nothing to now you feel calmness Let's just honor God for what he's done.
2: Mm, And let's just say
3: more. Let's just ask God to do more right now. Why don't you just lift your hands up. Just close your eyes. Now we just say more. More. Just let your fire fall right in there right now. More of your presence. We thank you for what you've already done. We acknowledge that that was you. Yeah. And we just thank you. We thank you. How many of you, you you feel a little improvement? You could say I feel a little improvement, but it's not gone. Is there anybody like that? You feel some improvement. Mm. What's the improvement? Uh, like neck pain. So you feel some neck pain, headache, but you feel improvement, and it just happened. Would, would that be normal for you to feel improvement right now, or would? Uh, no. no. Okay. So just any results at all when it any results at all are impossible. Yeah. So. That means any results at all. He deserves glory for it. Right. And so when we give him glory for it. So just lift up your hands and close your eyes. And we just we just thank you for finishing this right now. All the pain leave. All of the head pain leave. A complete restoration release right now. In Jesus name. We just thank you for the full load. Hallelujah! Thank you. Yeah, something definitely happened in the back there. Mm-hmm. There's like, a, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. No more pain. All the pain go in Jesus' name. And then just give her a good whack, Lord. Just give her a good <laughs> Holy Ghost smack down. It's just a refreshing, just a fire, fire. We just thank you for refreshing fire. Yeah. Oh thank yeah, e- yeah. Even over Josh, right now, right now, a fire
2: yes. over
3: this couple. We just thank Jesus. you, Lord. Yeah, I just see a waterfall, yes. just a waterfall of presence and ability, right here in this seat. But then when you get up, it just goes with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yep. Yeah. No, no, uh, no. Being worn out. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's got to feel good right there where you guys are at. Mm. Isn't it a nice presence right there? Is that, you're feeling some peace, huh? Yeah. Look at that smile. Mm. Look at that relaxedness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, praise the Lord. That's good. How, I, who else is I'm sensing a change? So Something so just happened. Yeah. Something's happening. Mm. Yeah?
2: Mm.
3: Yeah. Mm. Tingle. I I like tingles. I like tingles. Yeah, we just thank you for more. Just, uh, we, would you would you just double that? Would you double that, Holy Spirit? Would you double that? What she's feeling? Would you double? Would you just double it? Now, there's like a wave, and then uh, would you even double that?
2: <laughs>
3: oh, what would happen if you just? experience God in a super fun way, you might turn into a fun person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, joy, and peace. We don't have any problem with righteousness. Pastor? I see problems, not enough righteousness happen in this church. We have no problem with that. Pastor, not enough joy going on in this church. Well, that doesn't feel quite as spiritual. But joy is Jesus. Joy is the presence of the
3: King.
1: When you get saved, how many got saved with weeping? I mean, just weeping. See, that's an encounter. An encounter shifts everything in your life. One encounter with the Lord, wherever it is, it shifts everything. Mm. But if you don't have encounter Shift. after encounter, after encounter, you'll begin to only think that this is the way that God moves. So when he comes on <laughs> me, it's by, it's weeping, it's mourning. But Jesus says that the kingdom of God, one third of the kingdom of God is joy. Yeah. It's joy. The yeah. presence of the Lord will show up in overflowing, ridiculous, yeah. stupid, embarrassing joy. Yeah. yeah. He can do more in joy in you than yeah. a month of praying. Mm-hmm. Because his presence comes and the kingdom of God brings the atmosphere of heaven and there's no mourning in heaven. There's no weeping in heaven, but there's a party that Mm -hmm. has never stopped and never will stop Mm -hmm. when Jesus comes. Sometimes you just have to laugh at the lies that are going on in your mind. Yeah. Let's laugh, but we like to laugh at lies. My boss is a professional laugh. He lies at, he lies at laughs. He's a professional laugh, lie, liar. Laugher. There La- he lie laugher. Lie laugher. So let's let's say let's say a couple of things. God's not gonna show up for me. Ha,
3: ha,
1: ha. <laughs> I say the lie, you laugh at the lie. <laughs> Don't agree with the lie, like yeah, that's right. He's not gonna show up for me. <laughs> Try this again. God may show up for them, but yeah. He's not coming through for me.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about this one? He's He's always faithful. He keeps His promises, and uh, I, and I, I have no problem believing that that uh, that all of God's promises are yes and amen because it says it in the Word, except for in my case. Yes. <laughs> No way.
1: No way. (laughs) Uh, You know, lies in your mind, in the darkness of your mind, in the quiet of your mind, they sound so believable. So believable. You ever walk into a room and instantly you know that nobody in there values you? (laughs) You walk in and suddenly nobody likes you. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. In your mind, they see, I mean, they're true. They feel so true. But when you take that lie and you bring it into the light through through words, you bring it into the light, you give that thing words, it becomes hysterical.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 I've seen people, I've seen so many people, I don't mean a few, I've seen so many people that I've been trying to, to help receive really just trying to help them receive that they were so serious yeah <laughs> they were so serious I mean good faith people too I believe I receive I'm healed by Jesus stripes by his stripes I'm healed I believe I receive I believe I receive I believe I receive I'm healed by Jesus stripes right now I believe I receive I believe I receive I believe I receive, I believe, I receive. I believe, believe believe believe, receive 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 because, because, yeah, are because you if you,
2: because if I don't you, know. <laughs> yeah, because if you say it enough times, it, it will magically happen.
3: Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, shh, stop it. You've been doing that a long time, and here we are. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't mean, don't hold fast to your good confession.
1: Yes, amen.
3: I just mean, God is not far away, yeah. and hard to know, and hard to please. Yes. He's, he's right here, right now, easy to know, and he's pleased with the work of Jesus, whether you please him or not.
2: <laughs> and you may
3: not, you may not have been pleasing him. And he'll still heal you. You, you ever remember, remember a guy named uh, Marcus in the Bible? Remember? Or no, who was it? Uh, Malchus. Malchus, yeah. <laughs> Someone in here Same named thing. Marcus, the Lord's on you. He's on you.
1: <laughs> Malchus
3: and you just decide who will the Lord heal here's Malchus coming to take Jesus and the Lord picks up his ear off the ground and sticks it back on, Come on. I've seen people I've seen people receive healing by going like this ha 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 yeah I just tell them, you're just too serious yes. you're too I serious and time. I and I just can't talk to you anymore because I'm so much fun and you're a drag so we, we need to, something needs to change either I need to become a drag or you need to have some fun and this is what's going to happen since the joy of the Lord is our strength mm-hmm. and like uh, Steve says, you don't need joy at the end of the battle, a lot yes. of us are ready to rejoice when we win but we need strength in the middle of the yes. battle. Yes. And for so many people, today's not a convenient day to overflow yeah. with joy. Yeah. It's not convenient. Why? Because you're in a fight. So you have to joy on purpose sometimes.
1: Yeah.
2: Guess, rejoice right. in
3: the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Yes. Rejoice in the yes. Lord always. Yes. And you know, rejoicing, you can't rejoice without this. Yes. This Yeah. (laughs) Is what rejoicing looks like. Rejoicing has the word re and joy in it. Yes. So it's like again. Joy again.
1: again.
3: Yeah. 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 Let's say it now. Joy again. And again I say joy again. (laughs) You want some water? Out of the well? Yeah. Then you got to choose. Yeah. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and maybe there's a person so happy and so confident and so with it and so together in you that would partner with joy instead yeah. of partnering with despair.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Is it possible that he would rather partner with hope yes. than yeah. partner with this reoccurring? Yeah. Daily nightmare vision that only ends bad. Yeah. Like this ends bad. You know what? You know, ten or twelve people didn't show up Sunday. Four of those were those are pretty heavy heavy hitters in the offering department. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Next week there's going to be ten more missing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when they stop showing up? See, that's a movie with a bad ending. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fear that, is faith in a future where God doesn't come through. Ugh. It's casting your hope and your confident say expectation. Say that again, say that again. Fear is faith in a future where God doesn't come through mm. for you. Because you, faith is so easy. Faith is believing. That's worth a It's ha-ha. what I believe. That's worth ha-ha. the. ha <laughs> So I'm putting my expectation that he's not coming through. And we'll play videos in our minds again and again with bad endings. How many have kids in here? How many of you played the video in your mind of your kids dying early? I mean, the enemy comes and feeds you a thought that where you live in this perpetual state of fear that God isn't going to take care of my kids if now they're driving like <laughs> that. You know, and there's this video will play through and it'll go again, and it always comes to an ending of despair, it always comes to an ending of not enough, it always comes to an ending of not meeting my dreams, of not fulfilling my goals, not getting my bills paid, God not coming through, and that that your imagination, that's the seedbed, that is the seedbed for God to grow his kingdom in you, and it's the seedbed for the enemy to grow his kingdom in you. And what you meditate on, what you think about, you bring about in your life, Say it again. What you think about, you bring about. One more time. What you think about, you bring That's about. That's right. Come on now. <laughs> With hand movements, what you think about. <laughs> Here, I'll give you one more. What you behold, you become.
3: Wow. When yeah. you have
1: a picture in front of you of a failure, of not making it, you draw on the resources of that kingdom to make sure you don't make it. But when you have this thing, is I, I actually— I'm a God woman. The kingdom of God lives inside of me. Jesus himself lives inside of me. It's impossible for me to fail. Impossible for me to fail. The promises
3: of God are really your identity. It's who you really are. You are provided for. You're healed. You're taken care of. You're perfected. You're a victor. You have those things. So when uh, when you meditate on a future with a bad ending, you're acting like the promises of God aren't true. Yeah. And you're, you're making decisions like the promises of God aren't true. Yeah. But the truth is, listen, the truth is, I, when I agree, faith is supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be a drudge. Jesus said, my, my burden is easy. My yoke is light. Come to me, you'll have rest for your souls. Some, some folks, Christianity doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like rest yeah. for your soul. It looks like, you know, you know, as I toil through the heat and the cold, precious Jesus, don't forget me somewhere. You know, on the edge of Glory Land, there'll be a dark cabin just for me, but that's enough. Mm. Somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. Just reach out and touch him. He'll be standing by. Someday, over in the edge of Glory Land, we'll have the victory. But for now, let's just all cry and weep. And that's, that's that's just religious dumbness. It's it's yes. it's, it's a uh, it's a failure to educate yourself in the promises of God. It's a it's a spiritual, spiritually, intellectually irresponsible.
1: But with that, I, I have to be his buffer. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord knows where you are, and a lot of times you just don't know what you don't know. Sometimes you do. You're doing everything that you think to know I don't need to no do. <laughs> I used to not let him order my food in the drive-up because I was afraid the people on the other side were going to spit in it because he's so brash, but he's grown. <laughs> like, okay, uh, okay can we, how can we say that in a way that doesn't make me want to slap you? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're quit. doing, sometimes we're doing what we've been taught to do, and the Lord will honor every little thing that you give him. I mean, I lived in church, grew up in church my whole life, and I thought I knew that I knew, but was not getting results. And he's so kind. He'll bring a word. He'll bring a thought. And that's why you're you're what you think. It's not just showing up to church. It's how you think when you go to church. It's not just approaching a problem. It's how you think about the problem. If you win you, not if you, because there's a grace coming on every person in this room to change your mindset that I am a new creation and victory runs in my family. Oh my gosh, there's never been a, it was so funny last night when you were saying that. Was everybody here last night? Anybody not here last night?
3: Ah, oh. get the tape.
1: Was it recorded? Too bad. So you're like, hey, come into my family. There has never been a failure in my family. Never been a failure. Never been. The boys are like, no pressure. <laughs> they do a whole different mindset. I'm in that family. But when I come in that family, when I recognize that I belong to that family, and I don't just belong to this family, so now I have to please that impossible God. That means the resource of infallibility, the resource of holiness, the resource of victory actually is part of who I am. And so when I approach a problem, I don't approach a problem like, God, please do something for me. I approach a problem like this. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know you're going to do it. One of the problems that we faith people, word of faith is my, oh, I love it. Yeah. But I have found out that you need more. You need more. You need your confession of faith. You need the word of God. The will of God begins. I mean, the faith begins where the word of God is known. If I don't know what God has said about something, yeah. I have no basis yeah. But when I find out that healing belongs to me, that it's mine, well, now I have something to anchor my life to. But we do it sometimes this way, that God has to show up this way and in this time period. And so when that comes and that time period goes, I didn't receive. And so then what we'll do, I mean, we have had that. Oh, my gosh, we've lived that. We're all, we have our faith. We've got our confession out. We're trusting God. We're believing God. And all of a sudden went through, and then we're like not talking about it anymore. <laughs> it's like.
3: <laughs> yeah, the deadline came and went.
1: <laughs> it came and went. But instead, hope, hope is one of the mo- hope is, just say this, hope, hope is the most valuable thing in my life.
3: It's the most valuable thing in my, my life. My most
1: valuable tool is hope. Yeah. Because I cast my hope in him. I cast all of my hope in him and the fact that he has already won the victory. He's already fought the war. He's already stamped the approval of victor for me. And what I say is my hope is in him. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't necessarily know when you're going to do it, but I know you're going to do it. And then I take all of the, I take God out of my little box I take all the parameters off of him and then my whole perspective on God and every, every challenge that I'm facing is that I hear him, I know him, I know he's good and together we're gonna walk through this to victory. And I love that. It's not always gonna look like what you think it's gonna uh-huh. look like. You're not always going to see receive in the way you think you're going to receive. But when you always have a disposition that, I don't know, but it's going to be good. I don't know, but it's going to be so much better than I think. Yeah. I don't know, but I can guarantee this. I come out on top every single time. Yeah, and I actually pull on the resource of the kingdom of God to back everything I do yeah. and everything I say. And then I don't have to worry about the particulars. Don't have to worry about the particulars. All I have to do is begin to line my mouth, line my heart, line my thoughts. Do you understand what Aaron was talking about when he's saying, like, "I, I believe I receive, I believe I receive, I believe I receive. You don't believe you receive anything. But you've been taught that confession of your faith is good, and that is good. And we don't diminish that at all. But if I'm just saying it, I'm saying it, I have absolutely no inner unity. No inner unity. I'm full of fear and I'm full of anxiety. But I'm saying it. Well, then my confession becomes a, a confession of the anxiety. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. I believe I receive. Is God gonna come through? I don't know, but I believe I receive.
3: <laughs> yeah, and we're uh, we're actually acting like Jesus. We're actually acting like Jesus isn't there, because it, the, because the thing is, is what we really want, what what you really want, what I really want, is we want transform, a transformational encounter with Jesus Christ mm-hmm. that makes us more like Him. That's what we really want. We want Him to be the center of our life, don't we? I mean, is yes. there a Christian in the world that would say no? There isn't. There's is no such thing, right? That's what everybody wants. But so we get peripheral. We get peripheral, and we and and we 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 have a challenge, and so we we pull our challenge out of Jesus' yeah. lordship, and we come over here and we try to fight it with what we've learned in religion.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. Come on.
3: But really, I want to be transformed. Don't you? I want to be transformed. I want to become more like Jesus. I want to look like him. I want to yeah. walk like him all the time. Well, he's not sick. That's right. That's right. And even if things fall apart, even yes. if things fall apart, it's not over. Yes. Even if yes. the that deadline comes and goes. Right. If, if you needed it by 12 tomorrow and 12 tomorrow comes and, and it's gone. That's right. It's not over. Yeah. He is able, all, your list of reasons why it doesn't matter now. He's able to rewrite yeah. the list. Yeah. He can, he, he's able to do, in fact, he's so ridiculous this way. And I like this as Connie says this. He's so ridiculous this way that by the time he's done, it, he's so good at restoration that it actually looks like he orchestrated all the pain. Because the end is so much better. It's not that he orchestrated the pain. It's just that he's not limited by failure. He's not limited by circumstance. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not limited by how it turned out. That's right. And he, actually, he doesn't care about the deadline. That's good. He doesn't care if you needed it by the 30th because he's still able. Yes. yes. Right? <laughs> is yeah, team. we got to let you guys go. We probably said enough about this. Yeah.
0: This is perfect. No, don't go anywhere. Just, just hang out. I like standing next to you. Oh, yeah. So that, this, is, this is so good. This is so perfect. Mom and Mary were flying in uh, two days ago, and their their plane was delayed. The last time I picked my mother up up in Greensboro, her plane was delayed by six hours, and I had to I got to see a lot of Greensboro. but. but I'm driving down, and she texted me, the plane's delayed, I'll let you know more, I'll know more in 45 minutes, blah, 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 and I'm like, man, I need to pray about this, because we had to get back for worship practice, and all this kind of stuff, and, um, and uh, so I'm bebopping to worship tunes, I forget to pray, so she texts me again 30 minutes later, say it, now they're saying it's going to be delayed another 45 minutes, we'll let you know something, and I'm like, oh, man, I need, to, I need to pray. And I forgot to pray again. and Because so, I, was, I was having such a good time with the Lord in the car, I just forgot to pray. And so I'm getting off the interstate, and the Holy Spirit reminds me, oh, don't forget to pray. And my mom texts me, said it's going to be, you know, it's going to delay again. And I'm like, oh, bummer. And I'm like, I got to pray. Yeah. So I said, I, I just said, in Jesus' name, that plane needs to take off right now. And I just started commanding, and I felt like such a goofball for commanding something that far outside of my control. 30 30 seconds after (laughs) I prayed, my mother texted me, we're boarding the plane. And so I'm like, praise the Lord, what a miracle. So then I go to Costco, and the enemy starts working on me. This is why it's connected to what you just said. The enemy starts working on me going, you know, the timing of that doesn't work. The timing of that doesn't work. (laughs) They would have already had to have fixed the problem, and they would have started to initiate the boarding by the time that your mom would have sent you the text, and you'd only prayed 30 seconds earlier. couldn't be a result of your prayer. And I'm like, yeah, but. And here's what I said to the devil. I said, you forgot God created time and space, and he can modify what he created.
2: (laughs) So God
0: can honor something that hasn't happened yet yes. and fix something and rearrange
1: yes. time however he
0: has to yes. so that it happens when it needs to happen.
1: Yeah, come on.
0: Because he's that good yes. and he's that creative and he's that powerful. So why do you think you have a limitation?
1: Yeah, come on, that's so good. Why do
0: you think you have a boundary? Yeah.
1: Yes. You don't.
0: The boundaryless one lives in you.
1: Yes, yes. He doesn't have a boundary. Yes.
0: Why do you think it, 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 it doesn't matter? Why do you think it matters? It doesn't. Yeah.
1: Oh my God! So, so good. You literally. Amen. I love that. You can actually be live. The victory that you're experiencing right now is the likely one. the prayers of somebody who's not yet been born.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: The victory you're in right now is likely the result of the prayers of somebody who hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> love that. There is no time. Time's a gift to us for our functionality, but God lives outside of time. And when you actually give Him place with your thoughts and your perspective that He'll work everything out for my good, no matter what, He will pull on yesterday, today, and forever to bring that to you. Amen. Amen.
0: We hope that this message inspired you and filled your heart with faith. If you would like to visit our church, Check out www.highcountrychristian.com for service times and location information. Thanks again for listening to this audio presentation from High Country Christian Church, where Jesus loves you, we love you, and
2: your life counts.